So we just want to apologize for the sound quality of the following episode. We're just trying some new things, doing something a little bit different and didn't turn out as good as we thought. But, you know, life is full of experimentation and trial and error. And this one wasn't a bit of an error. It's a good episode, though, so stick around. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) And go. This week on Overworked, we're going to be talking about subscriptions that rule our life. Oh my gosh, yes. And is introversion the new cool? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Let's get into it. Yeah. So, subscriptions. Yeah. How many subscriptions do you have, Gabby? So, I tried to list them off and I've got 12 at the moment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, I mean, so funny story. Okay. Um, on the weekend, uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, they took How I Met Your Mother off Netflix, which was devastating for me because that's kind of my go-to like switch off TV show. So I got Stan. <laughs> so now I pay for Netflix and Stan for, by the way, my entire family and me and my brothers plus ones as well. So like gotten the whole package for both of them. Do, do they sh- share costs with you or you just Oh, no, I pay because I'm a nice person. Wow, you are very nice. Yeah. I don't let them forget it, though. Uh, can you list your 12 for me? <laughs> you really want to? Yes, I totally want okay. to. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> it is quite a few. Well, I mean, a lot of them are like business things as well. Okay. So there's Netflix and Stan, essential, you know, and Spotify, of course, because entertainment and stuff. I pay for like storage on Dropbox and Apple because yeah. I don't know where to put all my stuff and so I spread it out everywhere. <laughs> That's also partly because your computer literally can't hold any more my things. My computer has like two gigabytes of memory on it. It's ridiculous. Is it gigabytes or like megabytes really? Because you can't even save anything on your no, computer. I <laughs> if I save it, I just get really excited. I do a bit of a happy dance. You're like, oh, I only had to delete a hundred things for that to Pretty save. Much. So, you know. Lots of storage everywhere. Um, I have the Adobe Suite. Not that I know how to use a lot of it, but <laughs> sometimes I put borders on my photos for my Instagram, and so <laughs> I pay like what is it, thirty dollars a month or something yeah, for that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the discounted price because the full price is a lot more. Oh, I know. I love having a uni email address. <laughs> so good. Um, I also pay for Plan and Buffer and G Suite for my business and Canva as well. I've got the business Canva thing I And then I also um, have a couple of subscriptions to a couple of magazines. So, you know, what about you? What subscriptions um, have you got? I don't have 12. Uh, so Netflix, Spotify, Adobe, Creative Suite as well. I pay for Apple because I'm sick of my phone reminding me the backups. I'm, right. like, I can't upload. I'm like, whatever, just ignore. Uh, I have LastPass, so passwords. Oh. I use a Google spreadsheet for that. Oh, my God. That is so <laughs> not safe. What the hell, Gabby? They're the same password anyway. <sighs> Don't tell people that. It's like I get so anxious when people are like, you know, people can just hack into you with, like, your email address. Like, you should have, like, two-factor security. So I've got two-factor authentication for, like, everything. It's all right, so it can't be that bad. <laughs> but I don't know. It's the same password on everything. 
man. Um, no, so I have like super complex passwords and stuff just to make sure. And like, I don't know, it just freaks me out. People are like, you know, anybody can hack into anybody. And so I just try and avoid that by having LastPass so that I don't have to remember. Really good idea. I should probably and get I onto that. Don't keep it in a Google spreadsheet. <laughs> that could accidentally be shared to someone. What? No. What? Uh, and then I also have G Suite as well. Yeah. Which is awesome. So they rule my life. <laughs> Imagine if all of them went up in price like five dollars. Mm, oh I know. God. Like Netflix went up in price the other day, and like yeah. not that bad. It's like really two dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah, if they all went, all, all 12 of them went up by $5. See you later, money. Yeah, subscriptions are hard because if I cut one of those, they would just totally muck me up. Like I have them. I'm one of those people who like I will review all p- potential possibilities and then assess it for like value for money, whether it's actually worth it, whether I'll actually use it, and then I'll go and get it. So like it took me ages to even get a G Suite. I was like, nah, I can get away with like just a free Gmail account that's linked to my um, my email because I have a domain already with a domain mm, email through my yeah, server. Yeah. So I've set that all up. And then I was like, oh, I just link it and then tried to send me a calendar appointment and it wouldn't accept it because I was only taking the mail, like importing the mail from that mail address and not the calendar. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, this is too much effort. So I just, uh-huh. I was like, I just pay the bloody subscription. Probably like Ava. I know it's really worth it because then I have like all the Google apps, yeah, which so is good. so good. I love Google so much. It's good because it's just things with your phone and you can easily... Yeah fix it you can download it as a excel spreadsheet particularly if you don't have microsoft on your computer yeah which i do not because i have two gigabytes of data on my computer (laughs) the g suite is awesome because it's all on the cloud thank you cloud what else is well sports subscriptions i'm also similar to like you in that like i have friends who are very good to me I need to watch sport. Shout out to my friend who knows who he is. Good friends like that are like, you can't. Hard to can't find, you know. Hard to find, man. Really, make sure that you go out of your way to buy them coffee or something every now and then. He doesn't drink coffee. He drinks chocolate milkshakes. That's awesome. <laughs> So on the topic of subscriptions and Netflix and all of that stuff, don't you hate it when on Monday you go to work? Actually, it's like Monday to Tuesday. Yeah. There's like, how was your weekend? What did you get up to? And then Thursday or Friday's like, what are you doing on your weekend? And you're like, yeah. it's literally the same answer. Same answer. Netflix. But I found that um, – it's becoming really normalized. Like a lot of people are just like, I'd prefer to stay home and just watch Netflix on a Friday night rather than going out. And it's becoming like, I don't know, it's all over social media. Sort of similar to like hustling, like the kind of thing that everyone just reposts all the time. Yeah. And it's not that I am have an issue with like normalizing that and because it's a very, uh, it's a self-care element, but I feel like people are associating staying on a Friday night to introversion and I feel like it's not that simple and people don't understand yeah. the difference between introversion 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 Ooh. Oh, I'm making a word. that's like a doing word <laughs> a verb yeah that one I was like <laughs> uh, a noun no a verb an, an adjective <laughs> oh god English 
but they're associating introversion to wanting to just stay home for a night and it's yeah I think people should probably do a little bit more research yeah there's always been like this belief that introversion is it's you know this shy quiet stay-at-home person who doesn't really like to socialize and probably has social anxiety introversion and extroversion is on a scale some who are, who are extroverts are like, oh, well, I'm an introvert because I like staying at home. And like, just because you like staying at home doesn't mean that you are an introvert. Like everybody, of course people like staying at home. Like that's just, it's like a nice, safe place and that you feel comfortable, right? Like, Ooh, I think that's a really important point. It's a safe place. And like people feel like they can be them, themselves at home. Um, and so of course people, yeah, are going to always opt to stay at home. And wanting to stay at home doesn't make you an introvert. Yes. Or they're like, oh, I like alone time. And you're like, everybody likes alone time. <laughs> part of being a human being. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad thing being an extrovert. It's not a bad thing being an introvert. Like everyone, there's balance in the world, right? And strengths of one person complement the weaknesses of another and so forth, et cetera. Exactly. But when you fall on like a continuum like that, it's kind of how you perceive the world. So that that scale is how you take in information as well as how you process it. Yeah. So introverts prefer um, to have that dialogue internally. So they'll process information and they'll kind of need their own time to digest that and understand it, whereas extroverts will like talking it out with other people so that they can kind of hash that through. And like there are certain situations where I like both of those situations. Yeah, for sure. And that's just normal. Again, that's just part of being human, You're like bouncing ideas off people and kind of talking things through. And essentially um, so introversion isn't like you are just right, like on the far side of that and you fall into a box. As I said before, it's a continuum. So you you can slide along that scale forever, but like you might just come closer to being an extrovert. Um, I just went off on a rant about introversion <laughs> and extroversion. I'm sorry, but um, – I just think that people have a misunderstanding about what introversion is and when people choose to stay at home, that's like a that's that's not a sign of introversion. No. It's just a sign of you, you need a rest. <laughs> you kind of want to do that by yourself this weekend. Everybody is entitled to that. Totally okay. Definitely. I think um the difference between introversion and extroversion as well comes down to how you recharge. Mm. Um and so I know the introversion introverts recharge by themselves so that's kind of probably why there's that mismatch of oh I must be an introvert because I want to spend my weekend Netflixing whereas extroverts supposedly go out and party yeah that's how they recharge right (laughs) (laughs) but it's always it's it's so you're right it's a scale and there's no black and white and it's like I I um, spend a lot of time with lecturers and tutors at uni and a lot of them are introverts and you would never know it because they can't come across so outgoing and people hate outgoingness with extroverts. So they're like, oh, that lecturer must be an extrovert. But that lecturer also then finishes the lecture and then goes home and sleeps because it's taken so much out of them because they're such an introvert. And so to recharge for the rest of the day, 
They just need some time. I mean, I, I make that mistake as well. Like my best friend is like, she can hold a conversation with anyone. And I've always been like, wow, part of me, like I, I've known her for a long time. And so I was like, okay, she's similar to me in terms of how she takes in information, but she can hold a conversation. So maybe she's closer to being an extrovert than yeah. I am. But she just likes to recharge the way that I do. Um, but, but we talked about it and then she's like, no, I'm actually an introvert. And I was like, oh, yeah. my bad. Like I've known you for so long and like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and you know, that's my background in psychology, but my mm, um, but I, yeah, I still believe that, you know, like outgoing people are the extroverts and like most of the time they probably are. Yeah. Like I've had a couple of people who think I'm an extrovert. I'm like, oh, <laughs> funny. I think it's dependent on so many different factors. Um, and I think it's dependent on scenarios as well. Like you're not, I think in some situations you're going to be more extroverted and introverted than others. The, the thing is like I can push myself and be an extrovert and I can talk to people. Like I feel more comfortable talking with people who I've, establish some kind of rapport with and I'm like yeah. okay I know this person and I can hold a conversation with them easily whatever um but it's like the initial like engaging someone yeah at particularly big social events that makes me feel like really uncomfortable but yeah. I can do it because I know I have to do it but then I just go home and make sure I'm recharged and yeah. I don't socialize for like the next five days. <laughs> five, business days. Five, business days. five to seven business days, I'm out of, you know, whack, whatever. <laughs> but um, it doesn't actually take me that long. <laughs> Hi, guys. I will talk to you the next day if I have had a big social event. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, introversion and extroversion is interesting. It's always portrayed in media and I think it is more common now, but I still think that people don't understand what it actually is. Yeah. So people then kind of just use it without actually doing any research, which we've kind of talked about quite a lot in a lot of our um, podcasts. We talk about a lot of things that people don't like research or look, in, look into and then just say it because they feel like they know it. I even had a comment, people were like, oh, you know, I feel awkward talking to you about psychology things. It's like, dude, I don't know. I don't know everything. Like compared to some of my brilliant psych friends, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, my point is um, I, I don't ever want people to feel like they can't talk to me about certain things because yeah. they're like, oh, I mean, might know better. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Most of the time I don't. <laughs> I know what I know, but if someone wants to challenge me on that, I'm always willing to listen and see what their perspective is or how, like I, like I, like I said, I don't know everything about psychology. Yeah. And no one knows everything about everything. That's weird. I know a lot of things about dogs. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think it is more like the norm now. And I I think maybe it's always been a norm, but now it's like an accepted norm. Like it's cool. It's a cool thing to yeah. be an introvert and recharge and self-care. And like that's not to say that it's not like we're not encouraging self-care. Like please do that. Please spend weekends at home. Like it is good for you. But I think it's more just people assuming that they fit into a like the introversion category because that's they enjoy self-care and that's not always the case 
Like there are many pitfalls to being an introvert. <laughs> like I feel tired after like intense socializing. I don't know how people can do multiple in a weekend. Oh, I'm like one big social event and that's my weekend. Like I don't want to do anything else around that. So it'll be interesting how I go on this top deck tour as well because that'll yeah. be a lot of people. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming that the benefit is that I can just kind of go off on my own and the the friend who I'm going with is also an introvert and we respect if we need time to recharge and then we can have that conversation with each other and be like, I just need time by myself. I'm just going to go for a walk or something like that. I think that's really beneficial. But if other people don't respect that, then it might be a little painful. Yeah. But Scandinavia, so I can't really complain. I'd rather be exhausted in Scandinavia than exhausted in Brisbane. For sure. <laughs> but um, speaking of traveling and introversion though, so I've done quite a bit of solo travel and even being an introvert and being someone that recharges by myself, there's still that element of wanting to spend time with people as well. And being a solo traveler, you do have to kind of be outgoing because you don't know anyone and you have to make those friends. And so there's been so many times when I've been traveling and I've felt really, really lonely because I haven't had anyone. Um, so I think it's like if you were to base who I am based on that experience, like you might be inclined to say that I'm extrovert because I needed other people, but that's also just a human thing. Like you need yeah, human you company. Totally. So I feel like it's not exclusive of one or the other. It's definitely, Yeah. Yeah, you have obviously a preference for one yeah. thing, but it fluctuates. Of course. Should we, like, goggle the difference between introverts? Goggle? Yeah. <laughs> okay, five basic differences between introverts and extroverts. Where do they get their energy? Introverts recharge from within because this is how they get their signal that they are in full control of themselves, whereas extroverts are, on the other hand, feel fully fulfilled and content being surrounded by people. Introverts are wired in such a way that any thinking must first occur in their mind, whereas extroverts feel satisfied by expressing their ideas aloud. I feel like we've nailed this. You are welcome. <laughs> Introverts can be very observant and sharp listeners. Extroverts are not into depth. They are rather focused on the breadth of everything. Trying to take in as much as they can. Yeah. Introverts are reserved and prefer being mysterious. <laughs> And the most important differences between introverts and extroverts is the way they connect with others. Introverts are able to give all the attention to the person they are investing in and appreciate receiving all the attention from that person. And this is the foundation to making one-on-one -on -one connections meaningful. Whereas extroverts, on the other hand, are those who love being among crowds. Do you think an extrovert would have more friends? It's difficult for us to say, obviously. Well, I feel like, well, based on that kind of depth and breadth thing, I feel like Introverts have more deeper relationships with fewer people, whether whereas extroverts probably have more friends. Whereas I've heard the extroverts, when it comes to like talking to someone about something deep, they don't really have many people to do that with. Mm. So, how could if people are confused as to whether they think they're an extrovert or an introvert, what could they do to kind of determine which side of the scale they fall into the most well first of all don't let you'll don't let labels define you references oh <laughs> so if a test that you do like 16 personalities for example yeah. if that tells you you're an introvert don't 
kind of be sucked into going, oh, okay, well, this is how I should behave. Yeah, true. I don't think that is beneficial. Like you just you just do you. Like you reflect and I know I keep talking about reflection, but you <laughs> understand how you take in information, how where you get your energy from, how you develop relationships with people, all of those factors and then just focus on your strengths and weaknesses in all of those areas and where you can improve and capitalize on your strengths. So I know I'm really good at building one-on-one relationships with people, but there has to be similar characteristics and values or something like that. So I can build those relationships with people and I'm a really good listener. And that's kind of the reason why most of my relationships have evolved is because I, I do pay attention give 100% to that relationship um, and I don't expect anything in return. And so understanding how you work is probably going to be more beneficial than doing a quiz to determine what category you fall into. That's a really good point. And I think understanding and then adapting the things that you do to suit that. So I teach classes of like 30 and being – the introverted person that I am, I don't feel super comfortable like getting in front of everyone and talking. And so more often than not, my classes are group work and broken off and I do a lot of one-on-one stuff and a lot, probably a lot more one-on-one stuff um, rather than getting up the front and just teaching because I know that that's how I work and I know that my students are going to get more out of me because I'm more comfortable talking to them in that, yeah. in that scenario rather than up the front and talking at them. What benefits are then they get tailored and customized support to like whatever issue that they're facing they're not just going to get generic information given to them yeah exactly that doesn't apply exactly whereas some people are really good at like working the room and kind of picking up on what they're confused about and like adapting how they're teaching in that way so yeah so I feel like doing that reflection and finding out how you do stuff and how you process stuff and then adapting what you do accordingly I think Bias Briggs so what we've been talking about with introversion, extroversion, and 16 personality, um, Myers-Briggs is useful in organizations where like managers are trying to understand their team and they don't really, they don't have the skill set to really understand personality. I think it's a good tool. Again, like I said, it's not a valid measure of personality by any psychological measures, but um, it is a useful tool that is a talking point for people so that they can have those conversations to be like, okay, obviously you're an INFP or something and your preference is for feelings over thinking. So like what does that mean and how do you like to take in information and then what is the perspective that you bring versus the another person? And I think all of those are really important conversations to have and the Myers-Briggs provides kind of like a foundation to have that conversation yeah and even just having conversations with other people whether they be your colleagues or friends or something and kind of finding how you respond to different scenarios differently I think that's really interesting we've done that a whole bunch of times and always really fascinating yeah it is like because we're the same yeah so we're INFJs um but we are similar but very different still so different still (laughs) (laughs) but that might just be like 
experiences and all of that yeah well it plays into it but at the core of our preferences for how we take in information how we perceive the world and all of that stuff is similar yeah so like i said labels shouldn't restrict you but it should be used as a starting point for a conversation with people and yourself as well yeah definitely but to sum it up i reckon clean up your subscriptions prioritize them the thing is with subscriptions it's like a false belief that you're saving money because it's like oh it's only like two dollars a month or whatever and so when you add the two dollars a month to the whatever dropbox is or google when you could consolidate it and then get a new laptop you just it's like an upfront cost for a long-term benefit so yes clean up your subscriptions prioritize and see what's actually necessary to making your life easier because that's what subscriptions are for like they're either for fun or whatever like entertainment or to make your life easier yeah and if they're costing you more than actually needed then that's something that you need to assess and then the second is understanding that introversion and extroversion is on a scale and not falling into belief that a label is necessary to determine who you are like obviously we've talked about identity and that's something that's just holistically who an individual is and that's not determined by labels or anything there the Myers-Briggs is a preferential assessment tools like that are really useful to understand yourself as well as understand others but you shouldn't let it control you if you're curious, though, I think we'll put a link in the show notes for a Maya Briggs personality quiz so that you can kind of find out who you are. But also remembering that everyone's going to be different and finding different ways to communicate and also like not treat people, but like act with people. Like if you're an extrovert, don't expect everyone around you to be kind of the same because one of your friends might be an introvert, introvert and might actually just want to stay home on a Friday night rather than going out. Yeah, I think let us know what you, your um, 16 personality goals are. I would be interested to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy your Friday nights. <laughs> Whether that be going out or staying home. Yeah. Uh, we hope you've also enjoyed or appreciated that we've moved over to a Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday ish. <laughs> Um, schedule um, we just got some feedback about it's important that the work aspects or whatever are done during work time yeah so you don't have to talk about work on your weekends yeah but also if you wanted to listen to us on the weekends whatever we You're more than welcome to do that as long as you listen to us and <laughs> subscribe and rate and tell we are an okay subscription subscribe to us <laughs> yeah. i mean we don't even cost anything so of course you should subscribe to us subscribe to us <laughs> and on that note we will leave you yeah bye see ya